Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh boy! That's good, huh? Yeah, you hear that low hum and rumble. Do you hear the bubbles? That's because this is Pistol Shrimps Radio Mailbag episode, Soggy Mail Hot Tub Edition. I'm Todd Hubbin, and I'm Ridiculous John Bowens, and we're just sitting in a hot tub reading emails, Pistol Shrimps Radio style. I've never been more nervous about dropping my phone into a bunch of water. Yeah. Just know that this recording equipment is small voltage battery powered, so we're not. It's in not any plugged kind of electrical in. Danger. Though I th- that I it know it feels of. dangerous. Yeah, I almost could set this right on the side. We could put little microphone stands on the side and just talk like that. That may be the way to go. You think that's what you should do? Yeah. In fact, I think. Do you we have, have them in there? Okay, so let's keep All right. talking. Here. All right, Matt. Hi, well, listeners, if you've been listening, Matt and I. Uh, my name actually is Mark McConville, and Matt's name is actually Matt Gorley. And what we do is record a podcast. Bought it on a name store. We record this podcast called Pistol Shrimps Radio. We used to do this at basketball games, but this is way better. <laughs> We're in a hot tub at Matt's house. We've been reading some listener mail. Oh, the a mic stand is a great idea. This is not even what our initial new podcast idea was, but it, but it, this it's might a real content. Yeah, this might take uh, precedence over the other idea. Keep talking. I'm going to set these up. Well, in we'll just start out with an email. It's from Jenny Nelson. Now, if you listen to Mailbag One, the last podcast of the decade, you know that our friend Jenny lost her friend Kyle to the ether. And in episode two, we didn't hear from Jenny, but really? she wrote back. Oh, my God. Now, there's only one mic stand. Oh, so I got to do this. No, you can take this because you got to read on Well, and I also got this big block of hot tub business in Here. between you and me. You Jenny know what I'm saying? Make it comfortable for <laughs> right. Hold on. And an <laughs> what if I put this in the hot tub on that? I, do they make waterproof microphone stands? No, Matt. They don't make waterproof microphone stands. Oh, then what do all the SeaWorld people wear around their neck? That's what we need. We need SeaWorld microphones? You know about those? Is this going like to Waterproof microphones that could go into this necklace? They would take them on and they'd be handheld. Then they'd be half neck held. I mean, this seems right. You got to get a little closer to I it. I do? Okay. No, see, I don't know if this is going to work. Okay. Okay. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. <laughs> Here's the deal. This is exciting that the mystery's been solved. Jenny Nelson writes, Kind of bummed Kyle didn't reach out. He may have unsubscribed. Who would do such a thing? Last week I was chatting with someone who turned out to be an old buddy of his. Ooh. Next time he sees Kyle, he's going to say, Hey, and tell him to get back on the horse. I'll keep you posted. Thanks for your help in finding a long-lost friend. All right. Also, you may not remember, but once Matt demanded that all listeners, no matter where they were and what they were doing, join in as he shouted the lyrics to Mandy by Barry Manilow. I complied while mowing my lawn, much to the amusement of passersby, I'm sure. Harry Thanks Mambolo. for doing what you do, the Jenny. So wait, recap that for me. I was texting Amanda to bring it. I know you were. Jenny was looking for Kyle, her old friend from work. It's like a work buddy. Uh-huh. A work bug. Yeah, I remember that. And then she couldn't find him. He was the, like, phone IT guy, right? That's right. <laughs> this is, my cord's going right in water. I, there's, there's no stopping it. <laughs> what if we died podcasting? I don't want to die doing this. No, but if you had to die, isn't I guess. this a pretty good way to go? It, would, it feels like it would hurt. Uh, she didn't find him, but she did find someone who knows him. And they're going to, when next time he talks to Kyle... He's going to tell him to get back on the Pistol Shrimp's horse. I love that this is a multi-part installment. Yeah, I'm you into it, too. you got to stay tuned. This is bringing listeners back. 
That's right. It's bringing me back. I'm going all the way back. So we've been re- answering emails. We got a lot of them. So it's hard to get through them all. We but got we're even more a lot of them? Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. How many do you think we got? Like total or since? Since the last episode. We had a bunch of unread, and we got some new ones. We have a total of 65. Unread. Unread. Holy shit. This is, this is the kind of office work I love. Like, <laughs> I got to go into the office and answer emails, but I mean. But your office is a jacuzzi tub. And my workmate is my best bub. Jeffrey Owens wants to know, what was your favorite moment in doing the podcast? It might be this one right here. <laughs> it's pretty good. This is We're nice. also having string cheese, and Mark's having some kind of Coke. I had a I Diet know. Coke. There's a little miniature Diet Coke in your fridge, and I just went, yeah, that sounds good. I need a little pick-me-up, Yeah, a little chemical pick-me-up. I'm having a no coconut water. What? Well, it's like a seltzer. It doesn't taste like coconut, but it smells like coconut. What if you Can you move that way? And then I'm not sitting on this block, and I'm more oh, in sure. the tube. Yeah, all you I'm, and by tube I mean tub. All you gotta do is ask. slide it over. This is gonna work well. How's that? Oh yeah, that's the stuff. Okay, Steve Baratko wants to know: Have you seen this new film, Cats? I what have are not. your thoughts? I haven't seen it either. I want to see it because it are you seems, kidding? I live it. Seems weird. Do you think Margot's a jellico cat? And if so, what does that mean? She's a jello full cat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Mr. Eric. Uh, this, is, this is from Eric Val- Valadez. Did Mark ever make it out of the grapevine after being stuck in traffic and cold for 23 hours? And if he didn't make it, did you digitally res- resurrect him a la Peter Cushing in Rogue One? For the end of the decade podcast episode, I did make it home, but that was one of the craziest thing that's ever happened to me. Now that's funny because a man and I went to dinner with you and Christina, and I had been off social media for so long, I didn't even know about it. And, and you it was thought so nice to hear stories firsthand. Yeah, you again. thought the story was so wild, and I thought, yeah. oh, I guess yeah, you wouldn't know that. But, but it was uh, like a week old by that time. Yeah, that's right. And it was I like held reading off reading a book on the frontier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if you were on the frontier and you're reading a book about being in cars on a frozen road overnight? It'd be science fiction, hard sci-fi. Listen, let me tell you, going off social media, I found out about a lot of things after the fact. I didn't I wasn't up on the latest and boy, I didn't mind. I yeah, it sounds good. I need I probably need to do it. Try it out. I recommend it. So, do you think social media it. is the new cigarettes? I'm not. The phones are certainly. Yeah, it's it's really starting to bother me. Just a habitual looking at it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm saying guilty like of it. The people looking at it from my personal. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's. Ugh. You want to lock it in a drawer? You want to get flip phones? I'm. I almost bought that light phone. Do you know about that? Yes, I've it heard about it. It tethers to your phone, and you can leave your other phone at home, and it just has text calling and GPS. But the only problem is you can't. You have to um, make some setting on your iPhone to make it work that didn't seem very good. You don't like that. Oh, you have to turn off iMessage. It can only work oh. text-wise. That seems weird. Yeah. Um, this is from Joellen. Matt and Mark, thank you for the wonderful seasons, special episodes, and pure joy you packed into an incredible podcast. I'm grateful for your enthusiasm for these Our Shrimps. And for all the ways you made my hours, days, and life better, when the world feels gross and terrible or toast and garable, now we're talking. you provided the best distraction and helped make heartache, loss, and everyday challenges Aww. disappear. Launching a new episode felt like unleashing an avalanche of happiness. Matt and Mark, as connoisseurs of Mr. Joel's finest tune, can I get a ruling on this product's name? Oh, I'm ready. Uh, there's a picture. It's, uh, thanks for all you do. Boogies for life. Joe. You can buy this. It's called Down East Tartar Sauce. <gasps> what? Down East Tartar Sauce. It's tartar sauce for fish, right? But it's the Down Easter Tartar Sauce. It doesn't really work. So well, it doesn't not work. F minus on the naming no, there. No, if I had to eat a tartar sauce. Here's another one from Jessica Marks. No relation, I'm sure. To Groucho or Richard. But it's spelled the same. <laughs> Carl? This may come as a surprise or just a boring possible fact, but you have an incredible concentrations of fans 
incredible concentration fans in a tiny Alaskan town called Homer. <gasps> really? We're a small fishing town located in a breathtaking bay complete with a bar called Down East where Mark can mm. strum his guitar to the dulcet tones of Billy Joel. I'm assuming in this scenario he would have lost a bet to Matt. Several friends and I have hung on every word of Pistol Shrimps and follow your careers otherwise. Matt's shy humility on Conan Needs a Friend makes me giggle every week. I know who you really are. <laughs> I know. It would be a tri- it would be the trip of a lifetime. I guarantee I will find at least three ridiculous contests for you to provide commentary for. I've included multiple shots of our beautiful town and of the sweet cat that lives under my house who reminds Aww. me of Margo. Thank you for all the laughs. I quite miss you guys in my podcast feed. Side note, Mark, your episode of Off Book was my favorite of all time. Oh, thank you. Well, here's photos, Matt, of Homer, Alaska. Oh, my God. Look at this. Just I've a, always wanted to go to Alaska. I've never been to Alaska either. either. Oh, yeah, look, that looks like a, like a, like Margo's sleeker brother. Is that Hollywood Margo? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like what Eric Bana was to Dirty John. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no. Maybe. I don't know. What about Dirty Don? I'm listening. This is from Jasta11. One, Jasta's 1 through 10 can go screw. Greetings, my bugs. Don't have a question. Just want to take advantage of the opportunity to send you a shout-out. Thank you for the hours of hilarity and laughs that is Pistol Shrimps Radio. I realize that the core of broadcasting women's rec league basketball has wound to a close, but please consider when time and schedules permit to continue to expand the horizons of the podcast. Well, we're in a hot tub, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Your foray into miniature golf and spelling bees was a stroke of genius, and I think anywhere and any time the two of you can record will be a welcome addition to the canon of Pistol Shrimps Radio. Keep the good times rolling and the spoonerisms spooning. Baron from Albuquerque, New York. Thanks, Octopussy Baron. Octopussy strong. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. you made it through one of the longest episodes of James Bonding, since eclipsed many times over by other episodes. This is from Cody, longtime listener, first-time caller. Just wanted to say thank you for the laughs. Hope you guys are having a good day. Well, it's pretty good. I'm in a hot tub. I know. We worked all day on some Super Ego shit and yeah. staring at computers, and we were going to do this, but then we decided to up it a notch. And up it a notch. Are you my best boog canyon? I'm guessing so. The times are crazy. It's important to remain positive and be kind to others. And you guys always keep a smile on my face. I appreciate it. I've always been listening. I've always been listening? I've been listening to The Neighborhood Listen with PFT, and I'm wondering if He's either of you plan are on being a guest on there. Yeah, he was just here recording a different thing. Yeah. I heard a couple of shrimps on there, so now my hopes are up for you two. Also, more mini golf commentary, please. And thank you, Cody, from Kansas City. Thank you for alliterating your name and place, Cody. Yeah, that's very nice of you. I'd, uh, sure, Paul, oh, you want to have us on the old Neighborhood Watch? Neighborhood Listen? Yeah. It's Neighborhood Listen. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. But Neighborhood Watch is what the you do. The video podcast of that. Russell Andes wants to know, well, I don't know what kind of questions you wanted to answer, but I'm sort of, I'm asking sort of a real one. My birthday's in a few days. Well, this was written on... On uh, New Year's Eve, 2019. So, oh wow, it might have already passed. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! I'm turning 40. I've always been a person who enjoys silliness and fun. Been and there, girlfriend. That's why I love you, boys, and loves genuine enthusiasm. Your support for these shrimps is infectious. But I won't lie; it's getting to be a struggle. I'm single, which at this age gets lonely. My career doesn't exist in a meaningful way, and the energy necessary to maintain happy fun times has become increasingly hard to come by. You fellas managed to be dignified, successful gentlemen, and yet the joy and silliness and appreciation for dumb fun you exude in your public work seems to be never-ending. How do you do it? How can I go into this next decade of the calendar of my life with a better spirit of fun and appreciation for frivolity? Thanks for providing the positivity that's helped me get through some pretty substantial negativity. This is from Russ in Seattle. Russ, first of all, thank you for uh, saying those things. And I'm sorry that you feel like you're going into this year uh, with a questionable attitude. Let me just say this. I can only tell you what works for me, and that is hobbies, hobbies, hobbies. And if one of those hobbies works out as a podcast, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just all all I knew to do, and then the rest was luck and my friend Mark McConville over there. Yeah, I don't... uh, I certainly don't have... I'm not always positive, and there's always times where it's nice to have some introspection and i don't not have to do things <laughs> does that make sense yeah it's nice sure. to take some time for yourself 
That's true. I That's mean, important. if anything, this past year was was a lower year for me. Yeah. And I'd like to. In fact, Russ, right back at you. How am I going to go into 2020 <laughs> feeling good? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I think you just got to take care of yourself and the rest will follow. And your loved ones. That's right. It feels good to be back here with you, Mark. I have to say that. I in this hot it. tub? Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't ever record but we are always in here when we're not recording yeah i live in a hot tub the best part right now is that we're in a hot tub and we're both sitting on the same side well we have to because there's microphones just something like like when you go in an elevator it's really weird if you don't turn and face the door but sometimes i like to go in and just put my back to the door and look at the people (laughs) how often you in an elevator daily this is from adam Happy end of the book. De- happy end of the decade, my boogies. Matt, I have a question for you that has plagued my mind for years now. Oh, I hope I can answer. This. Where did the character Kubich originate? Oh, I think I told this story. On the you. first time I heard him on the podcast, I was breathless with laughter, yet so impressed at the consistent dialect choices. Can't find anything historical about him online either. <laughs> I doubt that would be covered online but it's not on your wikipedia page no but you know feel free to put it on there there's already some crazy shit on there if i'm if my memory serves kubich is from your childhood is that a childhood language no business it was when my long time ago girlfriend jen and i would drive up the pch coast and this is at the same time that i would see the the exit for the milpas road milpas and i just thought milpas sounds like a person and then I, hello, Milpis, I taught you. I'm going to give you a bed of roses. Then you'll be sorry for what you have done. And that turned into Kubich because my girlfriend, I think, rightfully so, got really bored. And so I was just talking to myself, and it just evolved into that voice. Got bored with you doing voices or got bored driving? Uh, all of the above? I think I was driving, but, yeah, she definitely got bored. And God knows she should have. <laughs> These were long drives. And uh, I think it just evolved out of that. I don't know where the name came from, though. I probably just sh- just shot it out. Yeah, that's what happens, right? Yeah. Also, can you can you legitimately speak Huttese? I find that phenomenon to be very odd. When people can speak when people m- can speak Klingon or Huttese or or yeah, or to my knowledge though Dothraki. I think Dothraki, Klingon, and Elvish are the only like. A linguist. Pseudo, like, uh, uh, what do you... Um, Pseudo-linguist. Realized language. A linguist sat down yeah. and went, here's how languages work. Here's how this one might work. I highly doubt two people could actually sit down and have a full conversation in any one of those languages. But they seem to be the most realized. Like, they have an alphabet. But they do it on TV all the time. Yeah, that's just that's just smoke and mirrors, Mark. But Huttese definitely has some words, and you see it pop up. The same ones pop up a lot. One so. of the words is oh 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 oh. Pudu. I mean, I listen. I know. Some, yeah. Do I know some Huttese? Yes. <laughs> Can I understand a little bit? Could I read it? Possibly in a pinch. Am I fluent? Nooch. It's a constant delight to hear any and all Midwest references you make, Mark, including the incredulity that Matt and others had about the existence of a store called Menards. Menards. It's from Adam in Minneapolis. Happy New Year, Adam. Mum, mum, mum. That's all he said. Yeah. <laughs> mum, mum, mum. Well, that was all one email. Oh, I like this. Here we go. Mum, 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 Mark Baroni. Oh. This guy's name is Mark Baroni. Hello. Listen I to Pistol. I was going to do mum, 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 Matt. No one knows what <laughs> lies behind a masquerade. This is a collection of scattered thoughts. Here's some movie recommendations and such. Did you guys watch Young Indiana Jones when it was on? I did, yeah. I did not. But I've seen it since, and it's good. I can't wait till really old Indiana Jones. Elderly Indiana Jones. Yeah, geriatric Jones. You call him geriatric, dog. (laughs) Geriatric Jones and the uncalcified bones. Uh, Sean Connery was in a film called A Fine Madness, where he played a brawling woman-punching poet who's committed to a sanitarium. It's a comedy and was directed by Irving Kirshner. I think I just looked this up the other day. Is is it in the 90s? I think, who else is in this? I don't know. It's called A Fine Madness. Yes. You can look it up on your own time. We got Wait. a lot of emails to read. Is this is this where he's like, uh, like a doctor in a foreign country, but there's a diplomat? I don't know. 
All right. If you haven't seen George Lucas's Japanese commercials, you really should. They are something. Well, I haven't. All right. Put it on the list. There's a Fleetwood Mac biopic on the blacklist. Do you think it'll ever be produced? Who would play? Sure. Let's cast that real quick. That's hard to do because... Who's going to be Nevy Sticks? Oh, by the way, rest in peace, Neil Peart. Are you calling him Peart or are you calling him Pert? Well, isn't that his name? Well, that's... Uh, you know, National Public Radio called him Neil Peart. And I know purists are going to say Peart. Well, I know. This is a tough one. When something's correct and when something's common... I want to honor the man. Like the, right. I made Christina listen to a ton of Rush on the drive home one the other that. night. And boy, she didn't care for it that much. I did that to Amanda once, too. It's amazing. That's a lot to ask. Yeah, it really is. If you didn't grow up trying to get into Rush, it's probably too late for you now. But I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know why people like what they like. I think Bill Hader plays Lindsey Buckingham. And not just because he played him on Saturday Night Live. He actually, yeah, that's an, that's an interesting thing. Or may, I mean, and Florence Pugh maybe plays Stevie Nicks. What do you think about that? Yeah, but in five years, are you going to say, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that because there'll be new, some new person that could do it? Oh, well, yeah, but I'm not going to care. I'm going to want Anthony Hopkins as Mick Fleetwood. <laughs> Actually, Jude Law might make a good Mick Fleetwood. Wait, he's got to be super tall. Does he? Stephen Merchant. How tall does he have to be? Tall. So we're just there's just one tall actor? That's it? You don't think there's somebody else but out there who we Stephen don't Merchant know? kind of looks like him because they have those similar big eyes. Who's playing? Um, John McVie? Yeah. Or Christine McVie? Yeah, we probably need an actual married couple to play them. Okay. Then we're talking about... Megan Mullally and Nick Offerman. All right, well, we did it. Those are that's Mark's email. James Let's go Carville on. And Mary Madeline. Uh, Austin Rogers already emailed, so he's already been in. But he wants to know, Matt, how the hell do you do your Koch voice? It's one of my favorite things you do. Oh, people ask me this a lot. Yeah, I know. I think you know. I have a degree in theater performance, and I've took a lot of voice classes, and I still can't quite figure it out. I don't know how to explain You're it. You're closing gotta, off your air a little bit. You gotta swallow your tongue and aspirate. It's in the back. I gotta do it. <laughs> it's like you forth in the back of your tongue in your throat. What, okay, talk like him without doing the tongue swallowing. What's that sound like? I guess it's just like this. Okay, so that's your standard confused old man voice. You take an old man. Yeah. But give him a childlike wonder and then swallow your own tongue. <laughs> that might be the best way to do it. This is from a fellow named Matthew. He's from Johannesburg. I'm part of the community. Your once-off podcast on New Year's Day was a real gift. Thank you. Do the new podcast, and I'll join a Patreon. That's how much I love you guys. You're both terrific. That's nice. Thank you, Matthew. Here comes a little email from Dash Rendar to Matt and Mike. Whoa, the Dash Mitt, Rendar? Mitt and Mike? I was listening to old Super Ego shows when suddenly musical perfection hit my eardrums. It was a Muzak version of All Time High. I was, it was one of the stupidest and greatest things I've ever heard, and it made my day. Yeah. Yeah, that's in there's, there. There's it's, a, it's a deep it's, cut. I believe it's the... Um, it's in a mall. Yeah fragrance counter and there's a music for your eyes only in there too but did we take those out for the stitcher episode? i think we did so whatever episode that guy has he he might have a little uh a little collector's little edition collector, audio collector speaking item. of stupid and great could we hear some more adventures of dutch mangrove interior design detective not unless i have my uh, we need some smooth jazz for it not just smooth jazz paul desmond's desmond blue it's got to be this specific <laughs> piece of jazz <laughs> You might Listen, hear more lady. of him in the future. Listen, you might be using liniment oil on your walnut sideboard, but that doesn't give you the right to give me that up and down look. I was just working on these scratches in the table here. Yeah, I noticed you were working on scratching me too, but I don't go in for that kind of dirt. My husband's not coming home tonight because he passed away. Well, my husband is. I forgot to mention that. I have a husband. Great. Invite him over. Okay, I will. Super. This is from Brian Sheehan. Thanks for thanks you guys for 
thank you guys so much for the material you put in my ear holes. Every time I see a new episode is released on your podcast, I get absurdly excited. If I'm in a funk and need something to lift my spirits, you guys save me every time. You're the pinnacle of comedy podcasts. That's that is high praise. And I, I might take. Uh, I might reject. Yeah, I the compliment. I appreciate, I appreciate it, it, but reject. Yeah, I and kindly with return to sender. I reject. Yeah. But thank you. Please plug everything you do so I can listen to it immediately. If you do a Patreon, let me know. I'll slap down some dollar bills. Thank you again. Miss you. Love you, my boogies. Brian. Well, let's take a quick second to say, first of all, that the the back catalog episodes of Super Ego have been taken off Stitcher. Our deal ended. They're going to be back up on our website for purchase soon. Actually, they are. The, the episodes already are, but some of the specials are yeah. coming in a little bit. We're working bit. through what to do with the archive. Yeah, we got to figure some stuff out with all our podcasts. But listen, we're Super Ego's performing live this weekend at 1 p.m. Sketchfest, Saturday the 18th, uh, and then 121 in That's Portland. That's a Tuesday, yeah. In Portland, Oregon. Yeah, that's the one. Alberta Rose Theater. You can go to our Twitter, go Super Ego. You can go to our Instagram, go Super Ego. All kinds of information is there if you want to come see that stuff. Also doing James Bonding and fake TED Talks. Uh, James Bonding on Sunday, fake TED Talks on Saturday. And that's in San Francisco. Doing, that's right. And, and I'm in Thrilling Adventure Hour on Saturday night. Saturday. Okay. You good? Uh, scanning other podcasts. Scan it. Uh, in Myers We Trust still on Stitcher Premium, and it's ending its run in the next week or two. Use code Myers or Super Ego, whatever you feel like. And Matt, how you doing with the hot tub? You feeling nice still? Well, it's it's interesting. I get real hot in these things. And then you got to get up. You got to yeah, do a little ventilation. I, I didn't turn it all the way up heat wise, so hopefully we can. Yeah, it's just a nice time. soak. Yeah. Though my arms are getting weird. Because they? they're outside and it's cold and I can't really put them in the water because then they'll a, be wet. Oh, yeah. Anyway, this is from Chester. Thanks for the untold hours of fantastic podcasting. Wanted to know if we'll hear a Journeyman Memphis, Kansas Breeze crossover. Some of those songs give me a real Shunt McGuppin vibe. Are you aware of Memphis, Kansas sure Breeze? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Let's do it. Also, Matt, but if you ever cross paths with John Gabris, he has a similar Undying Love for Down Easter Alexa. Thought it might I make know, a great I've episode of his show, High and Mighty. That's yeah. from Chester. I've seen that uh, come across our socials. Yeah. Like that guy, John Gabris. Yeah. I really like that fella. Funny fella. Funny and fella. you know, if a funny guy fella. likes Down Easter Alexa, he's got to be a good guy. I don't know about that. Well, this I is from Luke. Happy New Year, sweet my bugs. Quick question. How many additions... Deep did Matt get for the role of Babu Frick in The Rise of Skywalker? Oh, God, don't I wish. Kubitsch as Babu Frick. <laughs> I'm a blacksmith, huh? <laughs> I'm a a bottle of exogen. Best wishes to George Brown and the fat guy. That's from Luke. Thanks, Luke. Thanks, Luke. This is from JD. Oh, this is an interesting question, Matt. I'm listening. This is from Query Poserman. I'm glistening. The great Scott Aukerman once said, I believe for the every content creator, there should be a content deleter. Do you agree with this proposition? <laughs> and if so, who oh. should be in charge of the deleting? That's a pretty interesting balance of the universe sort of thing. Yeah, is it some great arbiter or is it just random that every time someone makes something, something is randomly deleted despite its quality? Like a or Twilight Zone episode? I mean, if it's a perfect world, the worst thing ever made should be deleted every time something's ever made. And so the the quality grows and grows. But I recently read a thing about art not having that quality, and therefore it, you should just be inspired to make all kinds of things because there really is no limit. It's not like we have a big library where all this stuff goes and there's limited room and they have to purge. Definitely. We're ta you're talking about real life. Yeah. We're talking about... Like fantasy stuff? The goop. Yeah, I'm probably going to be deleting every episode of Old Sheldon. But you're going to go to everyone's DVR and the CBS vaults. Yeah. until and you're lock that kid away? I'm going to go... But I'm talking about Old Sheldon, a show that's not out yet, but is probably coming. And it is, right after Old Indiana Jones and his uncalcified bones. This is from It's All Been Done. Exactly. Hi, guys. Thanks for coming on my dumb BNL podcast, Matt. Oh, yeah. I was I delighted you mentioned them a few times on Pistol Shrimps Radio, which is one of my favorite casts of all time. We Mark, talked about Straw Hat and Dirty Old Hank. Oh, yeah. Mark, a question <laughs> well, for you. That was really insincere. 
No, I know that song. Oh, yeah. But you said it like that's a goodie. It is a goodie. Oh. Yeah, I know that. I love it. Yeah. Okay. Mark, a question for you. What's your favorite secret shame band? Oh, yeah. I've certainly let out enough of mine. Yeah, I have a I have a undying flame for Faith No More, which is weird. That's right, you do. But I but are the kind of Mike even Patton shameful? I don't think they're that shameful, but they are to the layman rather forgettable. Yeah, and probably most folks just know what is it? What it the Cobra is. Commander song? <laughs> <laughs> you want it? But you can't have it, GI Joe. I did. I did think that I had an undying. What is it? A secret shame band. I did think that maybe Ugly Kid Joe was on that list. I went back and listened to some of it, and I'm off of that train. I thought you were going to say like they're great. There's no shame involved. Musically, they were kind of interesting to me, but then I went back and oh boy, yeah. I don't know. Faith No More is probably a good answer. And then a Mr. Bungle. Oh, All of their really? stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the, kind of like a jam band. Hey, Marty. Oh, look who it is. Oh, she's bringing a, a mic stand. I don't know how these are going to really work. Uh, this them, might, yeah. No, these might I, be better because they got a little bit more of a boom. I know, but be oh. careful because you don't want them overhanging. Yeah, I Hello, think I'm everyone. just going to do this. Hi, Amanda. How are you? I'm doing good. I really am. Um, What's it like not in the hot tub? <laughs> it's cold. It is kind of weirdly... I know I'm from the Midwest. It's five below zero where I'm from. I'm sure everyone is yelling at their speaker that is that this is coming out of. But oh. California gets weirdly cold. It does. It's, there's a really there's a bite in the air. I love you guys have at Pistol Shrimps Red. Yeah. The pool in the, the hot whole tub. the whole light in the hot tub here. This is amazing. So how far through your podcast recording are you? About thirty minutes here. And it's going to be what four hours? Maybe we might try to get through all of them. We'll okay. see. Well, we'll I'm, see what happens. I'm going to go inside, and I'll, I'm going to come back out probably and join you guys in a second. Okay, and then we'll all watch the presidential debate. Yes. Sounds great. This is from... Yeah. Oh, this is from Jill. I would absolutely support your new podcast via Patreon. Hope this helps with your decision from Jill. That's good news. Thanks, Jill. That's three votes. It's, it's us just screaming for 30 minutes straight. Craig writes, hey, Mark. Quick follow-up question since I completed all seven seasons and bonus episodes. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Today. Where can I find that Pistol Shrimps documentary online? We covered this before. It's not on Disney Plus or the dark web. It's not on Amazon or Somewhere CISO. in between those Yeah. Two. Amazon says it's unavailable. The man who made the film is... Brett Hodge and his company is Hodge Films. H O D G E E. It's not on iTunes. Films. I thought, it was on- I thought it was on iTunes as well. I could be wrong. It is. It does exist. But Hodge Films is the bother him because he might just say, you know what, I can get you a copy of that thing. Right. He might sell you one. He might. He'll know where to go. I think we have a DVD copy if you want to come over. Oh, this is the second question. He wrote us two emails. All right. We didn't get to his first one, so I read his second one first. Okay. As we roll into 2020, I'm thankful for both of you weirdos and the many hours I spent chuckling myself to myself while binging episodes of this podcast. Since P.O. Box packaging, package opening has become an integral part of the Pistol Shrimps listener experience, do you each have an all-time favorite food and non-food gift that you've received? Well, mine's definitely U.S. mail delivered milk. Milk in the mail was unbelievable. 
wet liquid milk. Yeah, and uh, that's both food and non-food. So that answers that question. All right, let's see. Craig maybe messed up the... Okay, here it is. Whatever this new podcast is, I'm in. This is from Adam. Hey, Mark and Matt. Good to see you. Tassie Leach. He's, he's practically Kubich. No, Harrison Ford. Because he's got that swallowed quality to his voice. Just wanted to say, uh, I think Patreon is a great idea for your new podcast. The only Patreons I support are podcasts, including a certain show about a relation about relationship problems, historical decisions, and brain busting moral choices. Delighted to add Untitled Matt and Mark Project to my monthly pledge. In the spirit of tree sap. Uh, that's so stupid that I said, if you celebrate sap day on Instagram and people ran with it. I made a commercial for our episode to get people to write in. And I said, if you celebrate Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, or sap day. In the spirit of tree sap, I'd like to thank you both for your amazing work. You brought immense joy to my life through the good times and bad. With every beautiful damn thing you create, you're a couple of boogies from Adam. Mark, that stands already for you. If you oh, is it work? Like, see how I'm doing? Am I worried about it falling? Well, I don't think I, I am. You, you did a, a small Maria Blasucci impression right there. Just you think? I think that'll work. Okay. Hey, Matt, you know how there's no name for the group, for the fans of Pistol Shrimps? This guy's got a suggestion. His name's Jonathan. It's surely the Shristal Pimps. Shristal Pimps, I like that. Yeah, that's good, Jonathan. Thank you. Pistol Skywalking, this is from Josh. Wait a minute. What? You know our new podcast idea? Yeah. You know what the name is, right? Yeah. Now spoonerize it, and that's a whole new segment on that podcast. Oh yeah, sure you know is. What I'm I, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Okay, hundred percent. I've already thought about eighty segments for this podcast. Have you? Yeah, that's good. I'm so happy you guys liked Rise of Skywalker. I loved it. I was actually completely geek emotion overwhelming. Me it too. was. I'm I'm sure I was crying through the complete second half of the movie. I'm crying at everything nowadays. Join Me the too. club, Josh. I'm crying right now. This hot tub was empty when we got out here. I appreciate that movies are subjective and we're all different in our taste, but when someone full-on hates a movie like this, I get so confused and just kind of feel sad for them. Me too. <laughs> I feel just as confused as someone hated Pistol Shrimps. Madness. All the best in the new year. This is from Josh in Ottawa. Thanks, Josh. I agree. Here's a mailbag cue. This is from Zach. I love you both very much. Thanks for doing a great show. Back when Dr. Sleep was in theaters, <laughs> I was singing myself, uh, singing this to myself a lot. Me and Cloris Leachman at a matinee of Dr. Sleep. Is that good? <laughs> it's great. The only thing better is Slockter Deep. Will you ever invite Mrs. Leach, Miss Leachman, Ms. Leachman, on the show as a guest? She has an open invitation both on this show and in this hot tub. Well, you know that animated show that I was directing back there, Talking Tom and Friends? You can watch that on YouTube. I directed a whole bunch of episodes of that show. Check it out. We tried to get Cloris Leachman, and she just said no thanks. But we reached out to her agent and said, hey, you want to come and do this fun little project? Do you think she said no thanks, or her agent firewalled it? Ah, maybe her agent firewalled it. Fuck. But you know who we got? Who? Lorraine Newman, and she's amazing. Well, that's no slouch. Shout out to Lorraine Newman. All right. Second question from Zach. Forgotten my last email. Uh, if the shrimps were playing right now, which referees do you think would be there? I miss the referee names. Love, Zach. Well, there, it's Tuesday while we're doing this. All right. No game tonight. But there are referees running around in empty basketball. Well, they have to practice in the off season to make yeah. sure that they're just judges of basketball. Yeah. So, of course, referee Kidge, the Will Batch, is there tonight. Yeah, but Kidge, the Will Batch, never shows up without Darst. Menekos, who's a go-go geckos. And you also have referee O'Malley Stitz. You also have referee Big Buried Man. You also have referee WWE's The Undertaker. <laughs> you also have referee former president Marnold F. Kompoff. So those are just some of the referees. And there's also a new referee this year. Her name is Xanthia the Kaliz. Oh, yeah. She was mentored by referee Taste the Gloche. And 
This is from Andy. I'll skip the part where I say how much I love the show. I've been considering a new podcast to do together. You have been considering, and I have a solution. Harmontown. Dan just ended his show. It's just sitting there for you two to hop in and drive it away to podcast Zwantanejo. Oh, wow. I don't think I could do it. Dan is a special animal. Yeah, all those guys are. Yeah, I... I no, that's... We're back that's to the nice, infinite nature of art. There's no need to go back to Harmontown when we can go to a new frontier. Right. And a few frontier. Sometimes it's trouble, isn't it? Getting yeah, that one wasn't great. Fru nuntier. Uh, this is from Ther- Theresa. It's probably Teresa. I just listened to the first episode of Mailbag. So glad I did because I didn't know Super Ego's coming to Portland. I immediately bought a ticket. So oh, excited. Good. Can't wait to hear more about what you two are brewing next. Love you guys. Mark, will you ever do a podcast of your own? Yeah. Uh, you are, right? Yeah, I got to start getting it. I got to start getting in on it. I haven't done This is very exciting. I've recorded one. And it's a great idea. And I got to record another one. I'm It'll be on the that. Stitcher Premiums. It's a little show. Worth the, t- the subscription price alone. The title of the show is Mascots. Where we're going to be It's about potato chips. Yeah. And it's got a sailboat and a mean man named Jose. It's and coming. Also, nice Mr. Mustard's in it. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> Maybe about slide guitars or music. I probably should do that. Yeah. Yeah. We might have. Look, it's it's a lot. I took. I can't believe it's it took Mark, you twenty four hours to return home from your Christmas trip. Glad you made it safe. Keep up the amazing work, Mark. Don't you think, though, that in a way, and I don't want to, you know, speak for you. Yeah. But we'll just reiterate podcasts through our, our lives. And so Pistol Shrimps is only phase one. Whatever this new one will be phase two. Yeah, it'll keep Maybe morphing we'll around. A, a crossword one. And we'll come and go, but we'll always have some dick round. Yeah. Some vocal dick around to do. We might even have a dick round. Dick round. With an apostrophe R. Dick round. Dick round. Wishing you health, round. patience, joy, and tolerance in the new year. That's from T. Thanks, T. Thanks, Theresa. This is another do it. I'm halfway through the mailbag. You've teased a new podcast. All I can say is do it. I'll pay whatever you ask. Okay. How how soon do you think we should get going on that? I mean, pretty soon. Because we might not be able to do them in the next 10 years. Why? Because one element of the podcast is not doing so great. But that will be a part of the show. Yeah. It is a physical element to the podcast. Thanks. Uh, This is uh, from a different Teresa. Ternapravich. Ternapravich? Well, Teresa, I gave your last name out on the internet. <laughs> Thanks are in order for the out loud public laughter and I stink I've received at work due to your podcast. I firmly believe that this is the funniest, silliest podcast ever created. All that aside, I have a request. Can we get a sock report? Yes, your socks and maybe underwarch. Because it sounds like you guys miss it time. as much as we do. Forever your boogie in Arkansas, Teresa. We're not wearing socks because we're in a hot tub. And I'm wearing a bathing suit. I'm not wearing underwear. (laughs) I got a swimsuit on. I'm wearing a bathing suit, but just on my head. My bathing suit has that scorch net in it. You know what I'm talking about? I don't what do you call that? Scorch net. The lining of a men's bathing suit? It's like if it's like support. If you're if you're a little wiggly guy, was it circus trapeze jumper, that's the net it falls. Oh, it sure is. Yeah. Yeah. But there's a little drum roll every time you put it on. Uh, this person is giving us a lot of ideas of what we could do, which I don't know that some of them have come. I'll just read from Keith. Truer than the red, white, and black. So longest time listener, first time writing, I think. Hearing the latest podcast, it seems we, your quasi-hemi-demi-fanatics, hemi-demi-fanatics, and your good selves are all just groping the ether searching for an excuse to re- excuse or reason to podcast an event basketball was a subject you knew little about you were baffled by it australian rules football is a baffling sport i would pay money to listen to you call sadly that seems difficult for streaming even in australia but there are so many things you could stream for free put it out of the podcast and we stream the pageantry with the sound off beauty pageants confusing films foreign or domestic p sports c-span hearings award shows 
The internet is your huckleberry. You guys could make YouTube cooking instruction videos hilarious. Oscars would be fun. Oscars would be fun. I cracked myself up the first time I spontaneously tried Dechloris Leachman. I don't think it quite follows the rules of the genre, but it cracked me up. Me and Grandpa Cooter eating chuckle nuts in diaper pants. That works. It works. If diaper pants is indeed a place. Yeah, diaper pants, Tennessee. Yeah. Diaper Pants, Tennessee. Diaper Pants, Tennessee. Another fun game Good when you're bored is you. Diaper Pants. Uh, you can use your speech to text function on your phone, speak a Chloris Leachman into your phone blank email, and enjoy the confused results. Love to my buggies. Buggies. That's how Gboard voice text interpreted it. Interpreted it. That's from Keith. No, oh my goodness! That is, yeah. All uh, right, Mark. Don't want to let another holiday. This is from Benjamin. These are shrimps. Didn't want to let another holiday season pass without saying what a touchstone your Instagram account has become. Well, thank you. I have begun looking forward each year to another instance of early morning Thanksgiving Thanksgiving Day parade shenanigans, and especially to your fabled window display characters and commentary. Uh-huh. I was first tr- turned on to your account by my brother who had begun finishing a rambling paragraph by bellowing tips and told me it would provide context for his behavior, but I've stayed with it for your warmth, songs, and stories. Thank you for letting us peek into your life and your naked moonlight musings. Did you know I went out into the naked moonlight to try to gather some lunar juju? When? Uh, the full moon in December. Oh, so I was off social media? Oh, it was 12, 12, December 12th at 12, 12 a.m. <laughs> I went out and just absorbed all of the 12 I could. What did you get out of it? Uh, cold. <laughs> and the dog... A cold or you got... Georgia, cold? I'm not kidding, kept trying to bite my dick. What? You're I was naked and the dog was out with me and she kept Wait, coming at me. Where? Yeah, in the moonlight in my backyard. You went out naked in your backyard? Yeah. Mark... And my neighbor, who's really kind of into astrology, it's astrology, right? That's the stuff that's like, oh, I'm a Gemini rising. Astronomy's the science, astrology's the bullshit. Got it. She's into astrology, and she said, you know, you went out at 12:12 Pacific time. So you should have gone Greenwich at Mean time. You should have. That's what I said. That's ridiculous. She thought it was Eastern time, which seemed insane. Well, who has the rights to cosmic juju, Matt? If anything, you'd think it'd be like the Fertile Crescent. Where mankind was born. Yeah, you'd have to... Look. Also, I think if this stuff worked, everyone would do it. Everyone in the world would just be out nude in the moonlight. Oh, trying we to, don't even need to parse it. I did a cartwheel to try to get it on my in-between. Just trying to get all the moonlight down there. You did a naked cartwheel? Yeah. There's video of it. I'll show you. Oh, great. You, won't, you don't see anything. It's very you tastefully do done. How much to dare you to jump in the pool right now? Oh, I'm not jumping in the pool. No, I'm just saying, how much would you pay me to dare you? Oh, I would, I would pay you $10 to dare me. Okay, to great. Okay. I'll take it. Okay. Give it to me. Give you what? I don't $10. have my wallet. We're agree, in a hot tub. You agree you owe me $10? Yeah. Okay, I dare you to jump in the pool. No. Okay. I made 10 bucks. Matt, this is for you. Thank you for the Ross Thomas diversion oh, excursion so in the latest bad. mailbag. You have you may have worried it was too long of a tangent, but I was on tenterhooks the whole time. The great TV exec Dan Evans turned me on to Ross Thomas many years ago, and his fascinating brand of political conman fiction has become a staple amongst my mystery-reading family. Listening to the confluence of events that led you to try him out for the first time was stupidly fun for me. As a librarian, I may get a dumb frisson from other people discovering a thrilling new author. As were the fun parallels to my own holiday season reading him right before the turn of the millennium. Thank you both for the mailbag episodes as well as the tease for the new mysterious future thing. I look forward to growing old with you and showing up at the post-global warming relocated Ohio coastline bell house (laughs) for a 25th reunion super ego classic adaptation of the two popes. That's from Benjamin in Concord, New Hampshire. Thanks, Benjamin. I'm so excited to have a whole new author's work to dive into and, I recently did the Hollywood Handbook podcast, and before we started recording, we were all talking about Ross Thomas, too. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't realize The Two Popes was another season of Young Pope. It's a movie. Two Popes is a movie. But it's... Is Jude Law playing the same character as New That's HBO, and that's a different thing. That's called... Two Popes HBO? You got Young Pope, and then Two Popes right now is on Netflix. Netflix. Yes. And then you got... New Pope. Yeah, and then you got... Go screw Pope. And you also got G.I. Pope. Yeah. 
the, a new you American hero. Rope on a pope. Soap on a pope. Harp on the harp. Love you guys. Do you pope keep everything pokes. you receive in the mail? I sent a paracord bracelet a billion years ago and wondered if they were in living in the bottom of your junk drawers. They're in a tub in my house. Mark's wearing it on the bottom of his, his junk. Yeah, I did a cartwheel and it got stuck down there. This is from Eric. Talk about a Gordian knot. Give me Alexander's sword. And a, Nor- and a Nordian got. Kind of. Just want to say thanks for what you do. I'm solidly in the Venn diagram of fans who listen to any show with your names on it. Currently drinking coffee from my Thunderball Aquatic Extravaganza mug. Oh. Listen, you've gotten me through a roller coaster a few years. Divorce, career change, moving back and forth across the country, new relationship, marriage, and now a child. That is a roller coaster. Wow, Mark. What's the deal? What's in the ether with our listeners, with us? It has been, I sound like Jeff Probst, it has been a crazy week. What? It has been a crazy couple of years. It is time to vote. What are we voting on? Just, we're voting the on ups and how downs good of everybody. the next year is going to be. Not, I think, not I, if it's going to be bad or good, but just how good it is going to be for everyone. Well, get this. You inspired me to revisit my improv history, and I just completed a clinic at the Improv Asylum in Boston, which was amazing. Look forward to your new adventure. If you want to find another sport to talk over, co-ed kickball in L.A. could be fun. That was a big deal for a while. I love kickball. Do you suppose that when he says improv asylum, it's actually an asylum, but just with improvised doctors improvising their treatment? Like Super Ego? No, they're real doctors, or they're people that aren't doctors, but they're just improvising. Like, I guess put that guy in a rubber room. I guess give that lady some lithium. Yeah, we'd like a, we'd like a, the suggestion of a psychological treatment that you could give me over a long period of time. Brain shock. You got it. Scene. Uh, I'd listen to you guys talk about paint drying. Thanks again. Need to ask, do you well, prefer I cake or talk about do you prefer <laughs> I know you would. Do you prefer cake or pie? That's from Eric. Uh, Our I, best boogie, he claims. Oh. And there's a little picture of an improv group and boy. And on my some classes, things never change. Um, you know, I I've always been a cake guy if I had to choose first of all I'm an ice cream guy over those two. But if I have to choose between those two, I'm cake. But lately I have been kind of going pie because we have this great little dive diner in Pasadena called Pie and burger. Yeah. And you go there, you get yourself a tuna melt. You get yourself fresh pie with ice cream just slopped on it like a melting roof. Well, I served pecan pie at my wedding, so that's my answer. Personally, table to table. I went to every single person there and made them eat a piece of pecan pie. I miss sugar. Matt's off sugar for a while. This is from a different Matt. Good day to you, fine fellas. Don't have a question. More of a sentiment. Just want to thank you for the laughs, smiles, and things that make you say, hmm, to quote CNC Music Factory. Things that make you say, hmm. Harry Molliday's Moose from Cincinnati. Moose. Oh, God. Everyone should know someone named Moose, the Swede, or Bull. Moose, Bull, or the Swede? Yeah. Like, do what I have, are you doing Do tonight? I have to pledge the frat, or can I just hang out there? You can come. What are you doing tonight? <laughs> We're going to Screwman's Drive-In with the Swede. What are you seeing? Bull Moose. Bullworth. This is from Vincent. Greetings from New York. My best friend from high school turned me on to the show along with Super Ego a few years ago. He called them just the right amount of bullshit nonsense to get you through the day. Boy, that's the most that's wonderful about right. and adequate description. Put it on my gravestone. Right I now. was hooked immediately, and ever since you two have been a consistent source of laughter through, through tough times. It's getting harder to read as we're in the hot tub. It really is. Hey, you want to text my wife and let her know that you're off sugar still? Because uh, I ca- I got to keep reading these emails or we'll never get through them. Why does your wife need She to texted and asked if you and Amanda are still off sugar, and the answer is yes, but I don't, I'm not going to text her. Well, we'll wrap up soon. You think I, so? I, I am you're getting on pruning. fire right now. All right. Uh, let's see. A friend that moved across the country a couple years ago, so if he hears this, hey, Will, Victoria and I miss you. We hope to get out to visit you soon. Okay. Uh, We've now become an operator switchboard. We sure have. I'm supposed (laughs) to ask a question. Got any good spooky stories? That's from Vince. I don't. Yeah, the 2020 election. Uh, (laughs) It doesn't get much scarier than that. 
Me and Beef Calypso doing helicopter dances now. I now know what you felt all those times because I have neighbors that are going to hear that. <laughs> Revenge is so sweet. When you eat it with meat. Okay, Matt, this you'll like this because this is another regional hardware thing. This is from Pete. Short time, last time. Wow. <laughs> Just wanted to reach out, say thanks for the laughter and comfort. These many pastures of Superego and the shrimps. Thoroughly enjoying these mailbag episodes. Want to keep them going, so I'm reaching out for some advice. I've recently taken on some minor handy person jobs around the house, and I have a quick question regarding hardware stores. Are Menards bigger than Hardware Hanks? Um, judging by the just the uh, swagger in this email, I'd say yeah. Yeah, Pete. You better believe it. Thanks for indulging a joke based on Midwest regional hardware store chains that I came up with when I was seven. <laughs> hey, Mark, do you think we'll do many of these hot tubs? Because I feel like our energy's low. I'm trying to keep it going. You are doing pretty good. Yeah. Me, I'm, I'm, uh, I've been telling my wife I want to take a bath for like five straight nights, and I just never get around to it, so it's you? nice. I just don't. Always take a bath. I know, but it, it's a pain in the butt right now. Yeah. Our tub isn't great. Oh, really? Like, this is great, yeah. but our tub is... You get, it takes we should for, mention we're in my bathtub. Yeah, it's hot. It's a hot tub. Yeah. Please uh, bring Super Ego to Minneapolis. Right now? Uh, all right. I mean, I'm wet, first of all. Fire up the signal. I guess we're going to have to get in a jet. I've, I've got a wet jet. Let's call Jeremy and Paul and jet. see if they can go. Okay. This what is if we flew in like modern day witches on a Swiffer wet jet? Oh man! And I'm that's not a hypothetical. What if we did? Do you think modern day witches are trying to update the broom to a new thing, well, like they, they, a, like a are, Dyson air? Well, yeah. Around the turn of the century, they should have started riding vacuums. Right, but did they? No, it's bullshit, and that's how we knew they weren't real. So, this has been another edition of. Witch hunt. Yeah, and now witches should just be sitting on a Roomba like it's a stool top and yeah. floating around like They don't have to fly now. Okay. They can go around on a tiny car. Yeah. This is from the blacksmith, Matt. Why would they choose to drive over fly? I don't know, because maybe they're afraid of flying. Witches all this time? Yeah. Holy shit. This is from the blacksmith. Oh, I love this guy. This is from Sean. If you're up for it, I'm happy to be part of this Too Many Emails backdoor reboot of the podcast. Boy, he's not kidding. No, he's right. Uh, will Jeremy be part of your new show? Would lo- would have loved to have him uh, call us shrimp games with you. So would we have. Yeah. We tried so many times. We did invite him. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say at least five or six times. Well, with this new thing, we might be able to bring it to oh, him a little right, bit. Right, right. It's very possible that we might be able yeah. to. Yeah. Part of this thing is we go, we go different places. Yeah. So there is a possibility of that. Will the Dust Bowl Cavaliers ever ride again? No. I don't think so. Wow. I mean, maybe. Definitive. Who knows? Never say never again. Never, never, never say never again. Speaking never, of, will Townland release a James Bond themes cover album? No, but we are working on an album which my boogie Mark is going to play on. Yes, that's right. Do you prefer live or podcast improvisation? Oh, boy. I'm thinking of the trade-off between audience energy versus performing without distraction. Well, that's not necessarily true. Uh, Intimacy versus editorial choices. And of physicality versus theater of the mind. I can say this, that I prefer both versions of podcast and live improvisation with superego over any other kind because I feel more comfortable. I have to... I like them both, and I don't think... I think they're very different they are very skills. Different. I yeah. just, but you know, like when we do Super Ego, I feel no anxiety. But if we go to somebody else's in, like uh, improv podcast, I feel an anxiety to do well for them. Well, yeah, because you and I, I think, and both Paul and Jeremy and anybody who's guested too, I feel like they feel the the tension of I want this to be great, yeah. and we feel the tension of we want the guests to be great because if they're not and we can't use it or something that feels bad but we want them to not feel like they have to have yeah it's a real speaking of a gordian knot yeah is that a gordian knot well metaphor they can't be nervous 
but we don't want them to be nervous. But in not wanting them to be nervous, they get nervous. It's more of a... It's an Ouroboros. It's a black fly in your supinae. It's 10,000 spoons. On your wedding day. That's not, Who, that's not horrible. Do you work in a spoon store? I do, personally. Yes. No. Oh, How do you have 10,000 spoons? You, you're a spoon magnet. You're a spoon man? I meant magnate, but magnet works too. Either way, you're going to have a lot of spoons. If you're a spoon magnet... 10,000. Uh-huh. What if you work at a spoon factory? Well, then, yeah. You, you, but why do you need a knife if you're working at a factory? Probably to open a box of spoon ingredients? Oh, you said you need a knife. It's like 10,000 spoons when all oh. you need is a knife. Alanis Morissette said we needed a knife. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I would reckon... Yeah. Sharpen a spoon. Yeah. Then you have a knife. You You're in a factory. 9,999 other spoons to eat your soup with. Yeah. You don't eat soup, though, do you? No, and isn't it ironic? I think that's the good place to wrap it up. Sure. There's one more question, okay. though. Okay. Who got the sword? You I have, have the it. Sword. You have yeah. the sword. And But we talked about trading that off. Yeah. Maybe I'll take it home with me tonight. Yeah, take it home. Sean the Blacksmith says, I've listened to each PSR episode four to six times on release. I've listened to the whole series at least once or twice between hiatuses. I've listened to your other stuff more than you'd be comfortable knowing. But I really love your style and your sense of humor. Your work means a lot to me. I love when I can share it with others. Your boogie, Sean the Blacksmith. This is what I'm saying. We have this connection with a small but vibrant group of fans and I think that whatever this stupid thing is we're doing it'll never be big but that's a wonderful thing and we'll have and I think we just all stick together is the thing and I would never you, Neil Young said you lose your love when you say the word mine in a song do you know the song love is a rose oh you better not pick it it only grows when it's on the vine love is a nose. handful of thorns and you know you've missed it you lose your love when you say the word mine but i'm going to say the word mine right now we're the only goddamn podcast with a blacksmith sean is our blacksmith we have we a have resident blacksmith. a blacksmith what other podcasts can say that sword maker weekly i don't think so we have a blacksmith we have someone that will send us liquid milk in the mail yeah we have somebody that wants us to come to homer alaska and just talk about what's going on we have ten thousand spoons we have summertime jill the infinite thrill we have wintertime steve the iridescent beave we have Coolio Iglesias. We have Historando Fototomies. He's the Greek made-up guy. Mark, you don't have to hide your laughter. I see you. I don't want to get the hot tub messy. <laughs> but you turn towards the hot tub. <laughs> do you do that because you're so used to it on Superego having to... Yeah, and I just feel like I got to keep the habit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to just maintain... Just All know, right. anytime there's a long pause, we're both so hot from being in this hot oh tub. Oh my god, I sweat so much that the hot tub runneth over. You know, did you sweat to the oldies? I sweated. I sweated to the oldies, and I dried up to the newbies. There, I did it again. You did. Well, folks, look. I think that's going to wrap it up for this edition because it's about an hour in. We only have. 28 more emails to go, Matt. Oh, God, I wonder. We shouldn't press through. No, not, we, to, not but here. But we do another episode, and then more people have emailed by then. That's what's going to keep happening. So maybe I'll have to go through and cherry pick these. Because every time we read oh, one... That doesn't seem fair, but I don't know what to do. Well, some people are writing back. We've answered their questions, and they're asking more. They're just abusing the system. And who can blame them? <laughs> We're going to be at Sketchfest this weekend, January 18th. Doing some Super Ego. Super Ego itself, season six, is now on Stitcher Premium. Episode one is out, and it has hit the podcast waves. Episode two comes out 
Tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Might art. The well, 15th. It'll be out by, it'll be out by the time this is out. hear this. And there's another Survivor on there. And that's a Stitcher Prem. You can go get that. It'll be out for free in six months. That's right. And we'll be in Portland, Oregon on Tuesday the 21st. Tickets are still available. We'd love to see you. Bring us a Voodoo Donut. Bring us a Powell's book. Bring us the, the head, head of, of Inigo Montoya. Montoya. That's not a thing that ever got said, is it? No, it's bring me the head of Al, uh, Alfredo Garcia. Uh, Gar- the sauce guy? Wait, bring me the head of Alfonso, the creamy Alfonso Garcia. Ribeiro. Bring, bring me, me the, the head of Alfonso Ribeiro. Will nobody rid me of this meddlesome priest? He's given me gooey eyes from Big and giving me yeast. yeast. <laughs> Let's take these mics underwater and see what happens. Okay, Matt. Gargoyle. <laughs> ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.